Welcome to The Kid Is In School, where we talk about whatever we want since our kid is not here to interrupt us. But we don't have a lot of time before the bell rings, so let's get right into it. I was on the subway and I smelled strawberry lip balm. I wasn't wearing strawberry lip balm. And I couldn't figure out where the smell was coming from. But the significance of this is it immediately sent me back to a lip balm I had when I was a kid. It was a strawberry shortcake, tinted lipstick. I felt very grown up when I wore it. And I've smelled artificial strawberries through the years. But this one was different. This was exactly the same scent. Very specific. We call that a sensory memory. Okay, a sensory memory. So like something that makes you think of some moment in your life based on some scent you are smelling now. Is that yeah, correct? yeah, okay. it takes you back to a time before. That you, and I think it's more fun when you haven't even thought of that thing in years. Like uh, there's a, I don't even know the name of the cologne or the fragrance, but every now and then someone will walk by me and smell like my librarian from grade school. Okay, I've had, you know, I guess I've had some things like that. Uh, usually it's something where I'm like, oh, this smells like I'm in a nursing home again. Like, you know, because as so a you're child- talking about urine, the smell of pee. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes I, it's like I'm back in the stadium, football stadium when I was a kid. It's a trough of urinals and <laughs> uh, it's, it's a urinal cake. Um, yeah, negative sensory memory. There's a, there, there's those, yeah. Because my dad, being a preacher, he took a, me to do some of his calls at, nursing homes where you would go visit Mm -hmm. some of the elderly people in the congregation. And Mm -hmm. so that smell would hit like just the, the, sometimes just people's old people's homes. So it'd be like, ah, this smells like old people. And I I think everybody knows what an old person smells. I I do know what it smells like, but I don't know why I haven't figured out why old people smell the way they smell. Some, someone used to say it was mothballs. They keep mothballs in their closets. I've never seen an actual mothball be used anywhere. I've heard of mothballs. Maybe it's generational. (laughs) Like, so there's certain, um, stylistically, people look of their generation. Mm-hmm. So like when you think that uh, somebody looks old, it tends to be because they dress like what you envision old people look like because they dress, if you're talking about like World War II generation, mm-hmm. they wear a suit and a tie and a hat and you think that's what an old person looks like. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's the same with sense. Like maybe the old people I was smelling were the World War II Korea war veterans Mm -hmm. that I was smelling and they just that generation smelled like that even when they were young I think to kids that grew up in the 70s and 80s old people smell like cigarettes (laughs) yeah do you every time I smell cigarette smoke I think about bowling alleys from the 80s and how it used to be allowed it used to be there and and restaurants and all of that and so I wonder if we will smell like old people to future generations definitely but we'll smell (laughs) of uh some sort of like the strawberry uh, shortcake lick uh, lip balm curve uh, curve perfume yeah, axe body spray <laughs> axe body spray oh I, this i went to the nursing home and you just knew it was old people because i could smell <laughs> the axe body spray and uh yeah what else do we wear victoria's secret body lotion yeah everybody smells like a vanilla bean in a yeah. nursing home. there's nothing more ancient than country <laughs> apple lotion yeah <laughs> We still we still have a little bit of a cough left, so we're gonna be laughing like old people. Like that, I'm leaving this in just because it sounds like smoker cough, and that's what old people used to sound like when they would talk. And that's another thing about not having cigarettes around yeah. anymore is that there was smoker laughs, smoker 
uh, coughs. There was smoker talk. Yeah, the voice. The voice, yeah. Like your grandmother always kind of sounded like this. My or, grandmother did not sound like well, this. Well, your grandmother didn't smoke, right? No, she did not. But, yeah. uh, but I heard many women who did sound like this. Yes, everyone sounded like Lucille Ball did in 1982. Or Harvey <laughs> Firestein <laughs> <Yeah>. in uh, <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> or any movie he's ever done. <laughs> Like, I like that you picked I was, one. I picked a movie I thought people might remember him from. Yeah. Independence Day. Is he in that? I believe so. I don't know why. It doesn't strike me as... First of all, I don't, I don't know why he's in any movie. Like, it's not like I dislike him or anything, but it's not something where he he makes me think of a specific character or... Uh, uh, a certain role that you think, oh, that's Harvey Firestein. No, I feel like he's just himself, honestly. Yeah. Like he's he, he plays himself in a lot of roles, and he's big on Broadway. And I think he was in Hairspray, the revival of it. So. I have no idea. That's the thing. I don't. He's just one of those guys that was in yeah, things. He was, and I don't know where he came from and where he went. He's listening right now. He might. And he be. wants you to know he's a national treasure and very <laughs> beloved. Well, I'm not. Like I said, I don't dislike him. It's just more of like I don't know his history. You know, when it comes to comics mm-hmm. and comedians, I know history with them. So Richard Pryor showing up in the toy, it's like I knew his. I know what his previous history is before that. Oh, it's not just like, hey, he's in a movie, and I then definitely he's gone. knew him from the toy first. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> now that you mentioned that, well, I knew him in the toy first for sure. But like, as I, because Richard Pryor is definitely before our generation. He would be considered like the greatest comic. Like even Eddie Murphy is prior to our generation. Mm-hmm. Like by the time we're we're in old enough to be having the discussions of like who's the greatest comic we're talking you know <laughs> once again we are ambiguous about our age yes <laughs> but luke's getting close he's yeah. approaching a... <laughs> we're talking about bo burnham by the I'm, time we're old I'm enough getting uncomfortable no. <laughs> <laughs> no i hear you i'm sorry to interrupt yeah but like seinfeld would have been at the peak of his show before we would be actually looking into like who's the who's the comedian of the day you know and larry the cable guy <laughs> Another Blue Carla guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Mac, I mean, uh, well, look, I had HBO or we, yeah, we did. We definitely had HBO. So we got to see movies. We talked about this like a decade later than they were in theaters. So I did know a lot of his earlier stuff. Uh, Richard Pryor. Yeah, before the toy, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, earlier stuff. Look, <laughs> I'm talking about like Blazing well, he wasn't in Blazing Saddles. He was supposed to be in Blazing Saddles. He was supposed Saddles. to be in Blazing Saddles. He kind of co-wrote that with Jeez, uh, Mandela Effect. And yeah. I am way far away from my point. <laughs> but maybe we'll get back to there one day. So anyway, I don't know. I feel like my point is here. I have a general understanding of people's career. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because, you know, they were like Whoopi Goldberg. I had seen her on Broadway. That got televised. But it was years after she had done that Broadway special. And Jumpin' Jack Flash. Like she, by the time I'm like, she's in Sister Act for my generation, but yet I knew all her 80s movies when she had dreads. You know what I mean? I didn't though. Like, and I'm slightly older than you, but I, I think that the fact that you had HBO and you're seeing these things is the way that you were connected. I think you were just seeing things er, at an earlier age than you were supposed to. Yeah, HBO turned me into a 30 year old. Yes. <laughs> Only only people from this generation are going to know. Better know the greatest generation, as I like to say. uh, (laughs) We should be called the second greatest generation. (laughs) How about the even greater generation? That's nice. Yeah, even greater generation. 
Um, yeah, so the, <laughs> you know, when you said Independence Day, I confuse it with Mars Attacks because it has a lot of stars in it, but Independence Day is a serious blockbuster film, and Mars Attacks is some kind of send-up or some kind yeah, of jokey movie. It is kind of interesting you confuse those two because Independence Day was, I think it was a big blockbuster movie, but it's really Will Smith's breakout role as a movie star. Right. Um, there's like Bill Pullman and Bill Paxson are both. Are in they that, both? Oh, that's that. lucky. I believe one's the president, one's a pilot, right? Oh, great. Well, you don't have to lose at trivia well, night for that one. I'm not 100% sure that I'm correct about that. But okay, I know Pullman's definitely in it. He is definitely in it, but I don't I feel like Bill Paxson's in it as well. But maybe I'm wrong. It's It's been 20 some years since I've seen this movie. They both have aliens. They both have aliens, but it was a mega hit. Yeah. And Mars Attacks <laughs> was supposed to be a, a big movie because it had all these stars. It had and, so many and stars. And I'm pretty sure it flopped hard. Yeah, maybe so. But I think anyway. Were like, this is terrible. <laughs> Nobody liked it. And it wasn't for anybody. You know, some movies are supposed to be for kids. And some are for adults. Sometimes there's movies that are for kids, but they have some stuff for the adults in it. I yeah. feel like Mars Attacks was like, kids hated it and, and adults hated it. And they, that's where they got together was not liking it. <laughs> well, it, it was going to prompt a question that I thought was clever, but now that I have answered it in my own head, it's not that clever. My question was going to be, in movies like Mars Attacks or Independence Day, where they are a star-studded cast, what do you think is the movie with the most overlap. You know how you're playing movie at trivia and you're like thinking, oh, well, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan were in Joe versus the Volcano and Sleepless in Seattle together and one more that I can't remember. You've got mail. You know what I mean? So anyway, I thought, well, could you, can you think of another movie that has that many stars and, and you know, that have shared this, the film twice and then the answer is like sequels. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not that clever because it's just like, oh, what if we made... All three expendable movies. <laughs> where it's got I knew you every every single action star from there ever. it is. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so much for my genius question. Was, and I can't even stump you. No, it was you it was a better amazing punch question. than I did. And I look, it's a genius question that you asked a genius from the greater greatest or generation. Welcome back to Genius Talk. Yeah. With two members of the even greater generation. Yes. Um, yeah, so like, that's the thing is like, you know, some of those movies, uh, those bring me back probably more than sense, like smells. Like I think that sometimes just turning on like the, that HBO theme yeah. that you're playing, it's like, <laughs> oh, that made me think, or the, you know, MGM or there's Orion films. That I always called Orion as a kid, <laughs> like Oreo cookies, but Orion. That's Orion. So. <laughs> Orion, yeah. It's a constellation. I, I, I should have known. I like, I, I'm I, losing my genius <laughs> status, aren't I? <laughs> I picture you correcting adults with that. <laughs> hey, Orion Pictures, it's Orion. That sounds like our kid. She's, actually, it's this. She just wants to contribute to the world. Yeah, she has started doing a couple of those things where she corrects me and i know she's wrong right and, I'm like, <laughs> and there's no fine. arguing with her yeah that's i'm fine. like oh you don't say well thanks for the info yeah you're not even five yet so fine you it's could like, be wrong <laughs> it's like when <laughs> her uh her alarm clock plays da 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 and she goes what's that song called and i said that is ode to joy and i'm patting myself on the back and she goes no actually it's called morning of your life yeah <laughs> morning of your life <laughs> well i remember as a kid um i'm pretty sure this was second grade a friend of mine danny uh, for whatever reason, he was the tr- like a troublemaker, but not overtly to adults. So, yeah, uh, what's that 
kid in uh, Leave It to Beaver that was always causing trouble. Uh, Wally's uh, the brother. Uh, yeah, Eddie Haskell. Eddie at Haskell. The, uh, Why do we know that? Uh, because we're from the even greater generation. <laughs> we were born in 1932. Yeah. I, well, I think we know that because our parents were older. At least my your dad was older. My dad, you know, is now 85. So I knew about those old shows and also Nick at Night. Nick yeah. at Night was there. So, But Eddie Haskell was the to all of the adults was really polite and uh-huh. to all the kids he was the troublemaker behind the scenes well danny was like that in second grade and he came over to our house for dinner one night and uh I, my mom uh, was you know taking a drink of water or something like that and and coughed you mm-hmm. know and my dad said oh did it go around the wrong tube down the wrong pipe yeah down the wrong pipe down the wrong tube and danny goes um Actually, there isn't a wrong pipe because there's a there's a uh, water pipe and a food pipe, like a liquid pipe <laughs> and a food pipe. And water always knows to go down the water and, pipe. <laughs> and, and they both go to the stomach, is what he said. <laughs> and I was so humiliated and embarrassed for my parents because uh-huh. I thought he was right. Oh, dear. I know. He I was got like, shamed. I know. I was like, oh, man. I, would, I don't know how my parents didn't know that. And my so dad, sweet. I just remember him going, oh, is that so? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I did not know that. All right. Thanks for the info, yes. Mr. Wizard. I know. And so somehow as a second grader, which is what, seven years old or something like that, he got uh, the trachea and esophagus confused and did not realize that there was an air tube and yeah. a, you know, food and Right, tube. right. Your dad didn't, he wasn't there with the ahas going, and what about the windpipe, yes. Sonny? He didn't bother with that. Mm-hmm. You know how you talk about your dad's current age? You know, I was thinking about this. What if you just said the age he was when you were born? Don't you think that would impress upon people that you have an old parent? Not necessarily. Well, I guess it could. Like my dad I, was fifty when I was born. How yeah, old was your dad? yours. Yours is older when you were born. My dad was forty-two, and yeah. maybe almost forty-three. I guess forty-two and a half when I was born. So that's pretty old. Yeah. Well, considering he had a child that was. 18 at the time yeah, right 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 you know your like, brother didn't have an old dad you had an old dad yeah well my brother was 17 so like my dad would have had an 18 year old a 17 year old and a 14 year old when i was born mm-hmm. already so he was the they probably thought they were done mm-hmm. they had three kids mm, surprise right and so the hey yes special gift from god look for <laughs> my uh, special entitled that mm-hmm. um the 14 year old there was probably what at 14, you're going into high school. Right. So they're probably thinking, hey, we are almost done. Like they, these kids are ready to graduate. You right. Because I think at 18, my sister would have been, maybe she had just graduated from high school or was senior in high school. My brother was either a senior or a junior. And then I believe that my other sister would have been a freshman. So they were all like, Grouped together, high school, you think, yeah, just about to leave on. the nest. And then to think, wow, to start over then at that age and go, I'm going to spend the next 18 years getting right back to the point that I currently am. Oh my gosh, I would have, I would just go, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they did. <laughs> You'll never know. I know. <clears throat> they doted on you like an only child. Yeah, that's the funny thing. You have many siblings, but since you grew up with them out of the house mostly, it was like you were an only child, mm-hmm. and I had a sister that was just a year older than me. You would think it was almost like we were twins. We were dressed a lot alike, but in reality, I felt like I had two moms. 
I leaned into that baby role. I was like, everybody carry me. (laughs) I can't imagine having a sibling a year and a half older than me. Just sitting on your head (laughs) with a pillow. I don't know what that's like. You know, the closest thing is I have a niece that's four years younger than me. So we're kind of like what I think cousins are to people. And so, but I was older than her. So I was probably like the big brother. Yeah. But you were the uncle. And I believe you didn't like that title, did you? No, not not when she was born, because I was four when she was born. So <laughs> the age of our daughter now, and going, and because everybody thought it was so cute. Yeah, thought, it is. Oh, it's look adorable. At, look at Uncle Luke. He's, you know, saying this to a four-year-old. Yeah, you're like, I'm not an uncle. I did say that. I'm not an uncle. Don't call me I that. I don't smell like Old Spice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm a comb over. Yeah. Yeah. And all so, the uncle trappings of the 1980s. All, all the old uncle things. And so, because and I, all I knew was my my uncle, Maurice, was my mom's brother. Mm-hmm. And he seemed to be a hundred years old. But he was a very kind man. But he was also a, a little hefty. Yeah. And was always trying to be extra jovial and all, and, and playful and and in a way that was like, I'm going to sit on you. Uh-oh. I'm going to sit on you and you know, get me. <laughs> I would be laughing and to the point my sides hurt. But then I would be like freaking out because my sides hurt. And I'm like, stop doing that. Stop doing it. Mom, make him stop. He would, he's too much. That's such an uncle. Yeah. So that's the only thing I know about uncles was that era. When uncle. you hear that song by Steve, what's his name? And it's like, some people call me Maurice. <laughs> Do you think about your uncle? Well, First of all, I can't get past the Steve what's his name. <laughs> Is it Steve Winwood? <laughs> it's not Steve Winwood. I think it's the Steve Miller band. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the, I, I was like, what where are we gonna go? Which Steve are we gonna go with? Maurice. <laughs> Do you ever think about your uncle? <laughs> no, but I just had a sensory memory with that song to being on the bus in school and hearing uh, one of the retro stations yeah. on the bus because the, there's only so many stations they were I guess allowed to play on the bus because uh-huh. it couldn't be the the for whatever reason it couldn't be the alternative rock or it couldn't be why the on rap earth station. not <laughs> my bus played all this stuff uh well probably I don't know I'm sure that some parent complained or something like that so it, it, for some reason it always had to be like the the 60s 70s and 80s station or whatever <laughs> so that played on there. And I'm sure some other on top Steve of the what's world his name. <laughs> some other Steve what's I was going to joke and say on top of the world by the Carpenters is playing. That probably was playing at some point. I remember in junior high or high school seeing the Karen Carpenter story and thinking this is so old. This happened so long ago. <laughs> and then wanting to try to connect with us as you know, 13-year-olds or whatever, I was like, this is so old and ancient. You and know, you were closer to Karen Carpenter's death back then than we are today of the debut of Full House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just you, to give you some perspective. Thank you. You still am the one giving you perspective. And <laughs> it makes no sense to you, but you're right. You actually put a lot of things in perspective for me just now. <laughs> the Karen Carpenter story was probably like filmed five years before I <laughs> saw it. I don't even know if I'm correct, but it makes sense. It sounds It sounds true. Gosh, I wanted to say something. I can't remember it. If it comes back, I'm sure. It'll come back, I'm sure. <laughs> this deep, oh, I know what it was. In in the 90s, when I was learning to drive, or was I? You'll never know. So I remember <laughs> driving in my little Honda Prelude that was red. And it had flip-up headlights that were super cool. 
Um, the, the radio station would play music from the 80s, 90s, and today. And the year was 1999. I was like, we're still in the 90s. Yeah. So they meant like the millennium or whatever. Yeah, I remember here in the 80s, 90s, and today. And it... The, it was it, confusing. I guess they mean the entire decade leading up to 1999 yeah. and whatever's playing literally on this day in history. <laughs> and today right now, which is a cut from Steve Miller Band. <laughs> so it's I, probably I, a Limp biscuit was what was actually playing <laughs> today. He did it all for the... No. <laughs> you can't even get that one out. Did something go down the it, wrong type? Did it, it go down, going, the, down the liquid pipe or the food pipe <coughs> yeah the cough wants to come up the wind pipe and the food pipe i want to tell you something about limp biscuit he did it all for the nookie oh did he <laughs> you're right i can't say it without laughing yeah it's i don't so know how stupid. he said it without laughing how did he say it so many times <laughs> that's the thing looking back on first of all any generation so even like today yeah i don't know how people say so earnestly in straight face some of the dumb things that they say mm-hmm. because, well, but the thing is that's but that's what people in their late teens and early 20s do. Right. They say things that they think are very deep mm-hmm. and interesting. Like, I did it all for the nookie. Yeah. And <laughs> it's completely dumb. It's vapid. And even if they was, are vapid. Even if it was supposed to be funny, I don't quite. It wasn't a, a trending phrase. I don't even think it was supposed to be funny. I genuinely thought think that he thought that was poignant statement is that he was... Do everything he did in his life was for Nookie. There was. Which, I'm not actually sure if Nookie's a body part or it's an act. <laughs> the like, Nookie. It's yeah, got an article. The Nookie. Like, is the Nookie, you know, some female body part or is it just the act of doing something with a woman? That's a great point. I always parts, thought I it know. meant making out. I always he did it all to make out with one lady. Wow, that's a very PG version of that, isn't it? That was on the Disney station. He was getting some nookie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought it was when you got somebody in a headlock. And that's and you a, them with a noogie. No- oh, that's a n- noogie. And I thought it was a cookie made of fruit and cake. <laughs> that's a Newton. <laughs> <laughs> there was a song lyric I was singing. And I thought, why did I think this was so deep? And it was, I think it's um, Welcome to, oh yeah, The Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt. Okay. The album there's a there is a titular song. <laughs> Do you know the word titular? <laughs> <laughs> is that like nookie? Is that <laughs> is that the other female body part? There's the nookie and the titular. That's right. It goes. Um, Welcome to the tragic kingdom. Cornfields of popcorn have yet to spring open. That's horrendous. Isn't it so dumb? That's the thing. Some lyrics, if you just say them too, it's like, oh boy, that's not that's not good. How will I explain this to the younger generations? I mean, what it's not deep. B a n n a n s. B a n a n s. That was just to help kids spell. I know. I just kind of blur it all together. It didn't work for you, did it? B a n n n s. B a n n n s. I think mine is B. If I went slow, be I think the way I spelled it was like B a n n n n n n. Well, it's kind of like when you're writing the word crisps. You never know when to stop the S and the P and the S. I don't even know when to stop saying I'm like crisps. You know what I mean? It could go on forever. I don't because I don't think I've ever written the word crisps, nor have I ever needed to say I'm not British. You need more British friends. Yes, they're potato chips, not crisps. 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 Is there an S before? Like, it does feel like there's an S before the P and after the P. It's an S, P, S, P, S, P, S, P, S. You know what I did recently? I was very proud of myself. 
I revitalized our daughter's attachment toy. Okay. Now, you don't have to explain attachment toy to most people, especially any men that are listening to this. I will not have to explain attachment toy. You know the word attachment and you know the word toy. Did it's you have a, a toy that is attached to your body. Yeah. <laughs> did you through... have a whoopee growing up? Did you have a blankie? I did not. I, did, I had a pillow. Aww. I had a pillow that I was very attached to. Was it called pillow? I think it was called Pilly or something like Pilly. So, something dumb. No, nah, my blanket was called Blang Blang. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and and our daughter has a rabbit called Bunny Foo Foo, which I think it's so perfect that the initials are BFF because it's truly her BFF. Mm-hmm. But um, I. <laughs> I like. Uh, I guess I did surgery on her to remove all of her stuffing. This is something I had to look up online. How do you really make it fresh? I wanted to make, revitalize it for Christmas. And they said you have to take all the stuffing out, then wash it, then restuff it. So I, I had already restuffed it before, but I had never taken the early stuffing out. So it had old stuffing. It and did. It was all curdled. Old stuffing. It was. Yeah, it had. It had my old stuffing and then their original stuffing, which was like knots and boogers it was just newspaper clippings from 1945 (laughs) (laughs) exactly and it never ended and so not only that but when i washed her and then i restuffed her and then i sewed her back up instead of hot glue this time because as you'll recall i hot glued that first time i stuffed her yes and she had this horrible thick scar like she'd been in a fight (laughs) (laughs) she was a pit fighter back yeah she was rough listening to limp biscuit And uh, she didn't even get paid in Nookie. She just she just had to do it. Um, so we cut. I cut the glue off, and then I resewed her. Um, and then I discovered a slicker brush. For those who don't know, that is the. Have you seen Hellraiser? You know the character Pinhead. That is the Pinhead of dog brushes. Okay. If you if you scrape at something that has artificial sheep skin or even a stuffed animal fur, you're gonna get it fluffy and nice. I mean, am I boring you to tears? Because I was fascinated by this. First of all, I was trying every brush I owned. I tried a detangling brush because I am a curly girl. And I tried a, I tried one of your little combs, you okay. know, that you use for your barber. <laughs> Luke has fallen asleep, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I'm not saying this is boring, but we did lose 75% of our audience on this. But we're gaining the comb enthusiasts. So what His happens- name is... Tom. That's the comb enthusiast Thanks out there. Thanks for tuning in, Tom. So if you Which ever... Which is funny because he's bald. Will you let me paint this picture? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was painted. How much more paint? We interrupt Abby's story for I think jokes. I feel like we're repainting the same painting. It's like those layers of Van Gogh paintings. Picture, if you will, um, a comb riding along the tummy of an animal, but you can't get it up towards you because of the matted fur right there's knots and so i was like there's got to be a better way (laughs) (laughs) hello sharks (laughs) introducing uh tools that already exist i know i definitely thought this was like uh infomercial (laughs) there's got to be a better way well what way is that screen turns black and white as you try to comb through the bunny fur and i'm angry about it and i look at the camera and shake my head so anyway, if everybody, this is the life hack that I want to share with you. Take your pet slicker brush, the really pointy one that hurts, and use it on your throw blanket. Use it on your moccasins. No, not moccasins. That's the wrong word. But your slippers, you know? Everything is made with faux fur. Have you noticed that? Uh, I hadn't noticed that. We have a hat. I'm we have the inside of her coat. I'm revitalizing is, left and right, folks. I am literally looking around our living room, and I don't <laughs> see a single thing of fur. 
anywhere. You make me feel like a conspiracy theorist. It's like walking away from the, you know, all the red string on the wall, shaking my hand. <laughs> it's all fur. It's all fake Every, fur. The fur is everything. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> it always has been. So you had a pillow. That's so precious. I I told my daughter. I always love when I call her my daughter. I feel like you'd kind of do that with a lot of things. My daughter, my home. You don't ever say my husband, though. You say the husband. Their, their husband, the husband. Yeah, but when I say my daughter, doesn't that make you wonder? I didn't till now. Okay. <laughs> anyway, our lovely, precious child, 50% of which I made, 50% of which you made. So I told her about my attachment toy, Bling Bling, and she was like, do you still have it? And I'm like, do I still have it? I think it's in storage. And she said, well, pull it out. And then it wasn't in storage. It was literally in her closet. Like, I keep it that close at hand, you know? <laughs> I was hoping for this day, apparently. And she goes, I'd like to I'd like to try to sleep with your, your blanket tonight. And I was like, you're welcome to it. Oh, I thought you were going to say, no, absolutely not. It's mine. Well, yeah, I wasn't... I tried this already with Heart to Heart Bear. That's a bear that has an actual plastic heart inside that if you press it, it boom, 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 boom. It's really amazing to me. She couldn't stand it. She was like, I don't care about this thing. I don't want it in my bed. Get it out. For a while, she made us sleep with it in our room. She didn't even want to look at it. It's not even that tattered. It's scary looking to her. You think you think it's so lovely and yeah. it's it's worn and, and just full of love. And she just sees this bear missing an eye. <laughs> it looks like it's going to get her in the middle of the no. night. He's been through a couple of wars. He has a I've already told her it's alive. Him. She's yeah. like, I don't want that live bear near me. <laughs> yeah. So I was really moved when she wanted to sleep with my blanket. And she was like, maybe I can use it. And I was like, okay, well, this is the special part. There's a little silk border. And I was like, this is the silky. That's what we call it. And you put it in between your fingers and you rub it. Like, And I couldn't even. I was like, I don't know. I used to do something with my hands. I used to rub the silky. And she's like, I got it. Just Thanks. And walk she just away. stuffs <laughs> it in the corner of her bed. And Thanks. That's a good one. So I guess I'm still attached to this attachment toy. But she found it pretty moving, I mean, amusing, that I took it with me everywhere. She was like, you had a blanket? You're a grown-up. And I'm like, yeah, when I was little. Yeah, other than my pillow, I I took that with me. I just remember taking it to my grandma's house and uh, trying to protect myself from Uncle Maurice with the pillow. (laughs) Don't sit on me. Don't sit on me. And But I have like a stuffed dinosaur that I gave her that I had that I probably got on Valentine's Day from my parents is that where that came from yeah somewhere somewhere around the age of seven maybe it's purple so i thought it was a barney knockoff no no it it's pre-barney pre-barney wow barney, barney was yeah I, I think barney i remember my nieces and nephews liking him and, and i was watching them so <laughs> i would be like a junior high with a barney knockoff <laughs> if that was the case now someone's probably discussed this before but the lyrics to barney is barney is a dinosaur from our imagination I never thought about that because I, again, not my generation. When he's tall, he's what we call <laughs> not my generation. No. Um, so I was going to ask you, is he a figment? Is he, anytime we see Barney, is it just their hallucination? Or <laughs> is he like Frosty the Snowman and they're saying they brought him to life by loving him? Uh, you don't care. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't have enough information to actually make a informed opinion on whether Barney was a fever dream or whether or not he was real. This is this is what this is how you and I differ cuz I will have very little to no information and form a full on opinion on something. Yeah, and hold it against people too. That's right. <laughs> people being the husband. You should know better. <laughs> like now, I don't know why you can't just form a fully formed opinion on Barney even though you have zero interest and no experience with him. <laughs> 
That and the Teletubbies were like, you know, they were way for younger kids. They were. We were babysitting kids by the time, uh, although we were very young to be babysitting. Well, there, yes, I know. It's weird to be babysitting children your own age. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I lump you in on that? I babysat kids that watched those programs. I don't know if you had to. Well, I had my nieces and nephews. That's who I babysat because, again, my siblings being much older than me, I had all these nieces and nephews that, you know, by the time, well, I wasn't watching someone when I was four. I know. But I was watching the later ones that came along. So when I was in my teens... I watched those kids. Speaking of, there was a young lady that lived down my block um, who is a family friend. I've loved her since she was a baby. But I babysat her when I was like a preteen to teenage years and then just recently was reminded that she's only four years younger than me. Talk about babysitting when you're four. Yeah, well, I... I think of her as a baby and she's like, I'm a grown-up. I guess if you're 14 when you start babysitting, you could be babysitting a 10-year-old. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's weird, though. When uh, Have you noticed that the kids you babysat now are older than you? I think you have noticed. <laughs> They're older than me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they age past you. They've got homes and old grown kids, and you're just this young, shiny thing. Yeah, and uh, Hollywood 29. That's which right. Which is great. You never age once you hit 29 in Hollywood. So... Yeah. I keep staying the same age. What's that dumb Matthew McConaughey quote? <laughs> they keep getting older. <laughs> I think. All right, all right. I think that I think that is completely wrong. <laughs> That's like, and unlike my dad, I'm not going to be like, "Whoa, is that so? Is that what the quote was?" I'm going to be feels like, "That's wrong. wrong." It seems incorrect. <laughs> I keep getting older, and they keep staying the, the same, same age. age. That's what he likes about what staying back in high school. Yes, he does oh, about hilarious. being a perv. <laughs> well, when you're a cougar, <laughs> or what do you call the young men that date older women? Oh, the is the young men like what yeah, do you call yeah. the men? When a guy likes a cougar, that's I, their quote. I don't know. Is there a... I stay the same age and they keep getting older. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do those guys have a name? Uh, Desperate? <laughs> <laughs> what do cougars eat for lunch? Maybe they're called... Gazelles? <laughs> they're called gazelles. Yeah. <laughs> they're boy toys, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Do cougars... First of all, how big is a cougar? Like the actual animal? I know. I'm picturing a mountain lion, not a panther. I know. I what think I was picturing? picturing a cheetah. Oh, that's big. Maybe it is about cheetah size. But that, that's I think where I brought in gazelle. Yeah, but like that a makes ma- sense. If a cougar maybe is much more like a mountain lion. So maybe a cougar is like <laughs> eating. I can't. <laughs> so these guys are like beavers, except that's something weird one to choose. But like, I can't picture a mountain lion without picturing rats. a saber toothed tiger. <laughs> Sorry, you had a better joke and I just talked over it. Wait, look, guys, take which joke you want out of that <laughs> last 30 more. seconds. <laughs> that's, that's... Uh, anyway, um, once again, we are failing the community at, silent, at science and <laughs> horticulture. No, what is it? It's not agriculture when it's, it's not, animals. It's not agriculture. It's not horticulture. It's, um, you mean when just animal science? Yes. Ah, Come on, we go to a state fair every year in Indiana. They turn on Animal Planet. Yeah, that's what they teach you at state fair. That's what everybody learns at the state fair. The only thing you learn is like where the elephant ear tent is. Yeah, really. The only animals I'm interested in is that elephant ear. Yeah, and that cougar over there. (laughs) Okay, it's wintertime. We have to exercise. It's official. I don't. I, I, I don't like cold weather exercise. Mm hmm. Because. It's 
just tough to get out of the house. Like that's oh. the thing. I just don't like going outside. That's why my gym is two blocks away from me and I can go there. It's no big deal. But if I had to travel, you can wave to them from three your house. Blocks. Like, hey guys, I'm not coming in today. They're like, try again. I, next I can week. go to the gym like that, but I'm not doing. First of all, I hate running in general, so I'm not running. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. I was walking our dogs in the dead cold, and it was so chilly. I jogged to get home quicker. Wow. I did a little trot, and I thought I could do this. I could jog again. But the truth is, I think the only real way I could jog regularly is if I was being chased. You know what I mean? Like I have to have a real motivation to. <laughs> that's not. I have to be afraid for my life. That's yeah. That, I don't know if that's uh, so much jogging as it is fleeing. Yeah, I have to flee the scene. Yeah. <laughs> to get my heart rate up, you know what I mean? Because if you leave it up to me and I'm just trotting along, I will slow down to a walk. Ah, uh, yeah. I hate running. I hate jogging. There's those people that just love it. Oh, I just love running. They've done it enough that they get they get a little high. I've never done it enough to get the high. high. The no. runner's high. It's the same thing. No, they they need to learn the the sitting on a couch high. Just <laughs> how enjoyable it is to just not move. Get a little dopamine from my Candy Crush. Yeah, I think well, I you know just even the fact that you'd have to be chased. It's like I, for me like the type of running exercises. I, there has to be some sort of competition or something in it, and so oh, you're basketball internally. is how I get, I get mine. I thought you were going to say a dangling carrot. Like I have to be running to a Dunkin' Donuts or something. No, no, there can't <laughs> be. There has to be something. Uh, like the ego has to be involved. And I, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna chase me, catch me, go ahead and kill me because I, I just put <laughs> me out of my misery. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with just that. Just put her down. Put yeah. me down. I'd rather I'd rather be caught and dead than run anymore. <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a I don't think there's a Peloton style program I could start, but if I were to pitch to the Shark Tank, it would be something along those lines. It would Nothing. just be uh, sharks. This is my invention. They go, that's a man on a mask. I know. <laughs> yeah. and then he starts chasing Kevin, and Kevin gets yeah. up out of his chair. <laughs> See how effective that he was. He brandishes a knife. Yeah. <laughs> See, Kevin, you wanted to move, didn't you? <laughs> you didn't want to sit in that chair anymore. You wanted to get up and move. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful, more like Mr. Runderful. Oh. Hey, oh. That's, that's, that's punderful. It is. Thank you. I uh, I have a lot of Shark Tank pitches I would like to bring on the show just to go through the emotions of the whole pitch. I feel like I perfected every part down except coming up with a product. Yeah, <laughs> just I the know, pitch side. I know how to have confidence or if they need me to sound very monotone like, hello, sharks, have you ever noticed that you can't leave your house without carrying so many things? You know, the people that speak because they're so nervous to be on television. I could do that delivery if they needed. Yeah, well, I don't like that show. But you watch it enough that I've seen a lot of these episodes now. Uh-huh. And I haven't seen one person go on there and sound natural natural or charismatic. <laughs> Everyone sounds forced, rehearsed, yeah. terrified. There's like... <laughs> desperate. Desperate. Um, there's yes, all are. sorts of... Uh, the, you just run the gamut of negative sales pitches that yeah. are on there. And none of them are like, look, guys, I know what I'm doing here. Yes. I've turned this losing proposition into a winning business you're going to be lucky enough to get in on this this is the product yeah quiet Mm. confidence because if they if they do talk too knowledgeable or confident then they sound slick like they're hawking a sham wow or something and mark cuban's immediately out he's like what you do is not good for the planet i'm out yeah how come none of these people hire somebody like the the sham wow guy or me or you're busy 
Call me. I'll do it. I know. Like, <laughs> I want to be in front of them. Imagine me coming back five different times. Hey, yeah. again. <laughs> hey, it's, it's me again. Yeah. I'm the face. This week, I'm the face of this product. Yeah. And at the... Gosh. And trust me, it wouldn't be that expensive. Like, if you're going into, like, <laughs> this product, that I, I don't need 3% of their business for me to go on there for them. It's like, yeah. look, give me a thousand bucks. <laughs> Flat fee rate. Give me a... I'll pitch this. Yeah, let me have some of that sample that's in front of you, and I'll be good to go. Do I get to eat the edible candle? Can I... I'll eat the edible candle, (laughs) and I'm good. Can I keep that fruit basket in the green room? (laughs) Then you've got yourself a deal. I wonder how many times I could... One could appear on that show, pitching for someone else, and be recognized. (laughs) They're probably prompted by the producers. On television and reality (laughs) shows, they were prompted by the producers? The bad part is they always want the business owner's life story. So then I'd really be like grasping for straws. That As long as they gave it to you ahead of time. They're like, aren't you a single mother of three? I'm like, ah, no. No, no, you misunderstood. I said, the owner is a single mother of three. <laughs> the person that came up with this idea. Had a really sad story. Yeah. You're going to love it. You're going to love the story. Yeah. Yeah, it's not me. But no. boy, and I've never met that person, but uh, the check cleared, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. If you had a great time, let us know on social. Follow Kid Is In School on Twitter and The Kid Is In School on Instagram. Subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Be sure to throw us one of those five-star ratings and share with your friends. Oh, and do it quickly before the kid gets home. <laughs>